It's huge. It's massive. Where did it come from? It's the pear-shaped quiz of the year. We're having another go at this, despite having no feedback about whether it was well-received last year, but what else is there to do between Christmas and New Year? As always, I've got me two good friends with me to try and make sense of the wonderful world of Worcestershire, even though it's winter. Um, so, Daryl Butler, hello, mate. How are you? Hello, mate. Did you have a good Christmas? I had an all right Christmas, actually. Not bad. Excellent stuff. Uh, overeaten, drunk too much, etc., etc. Usual story. Yeah. Basically, I will I will penalise anybody in the quiz for referencing not knowing what day it is between Christmas oh, and yeah, New Year. Oh, yeah, yeah, Every, uh, uh, yeah. Everything's a Sunday, though, isn't it? So. Right, oh, Peter de Sonberg, how are you, mate? Awesome. I've got some exciting news, Jim. I'll be the judge of that, thank you. <laughs> I've got a new high score in cricket. What? got a new high score of 72. Ooh. Shut your actual face. Yep. Is that the dice cricket? We went, we went to the sixes. Oh, of course oh, you did, oh, yeah. Yes. New high score. Beat me. Couple of good front foot sixes. That's it now. 72, retired and out. So you are okay. So, um, you boys went, we were all going to go and do the sixes place where you drink beer and hit cricket balls, which sounds dangerous and <laughs> was to a lesser extent. It, it is kind of yeah, a little dodgy, bit, yeah. isn't it? Um, I couldn't go because I got the flu um, and you boys went anyway. 72, Pete. Yeah, and I nearly David warned it and yeah, called it a day. Hobbled off with cramp. <laughs> and uh, yeah. How did you get on, Daz? Uh, I, I didn't quite get me 50, did I? It was about 48. Yeah. Which is short. But we not out between us. Partnership yeah. of 150. I mean, look, I, I've seen some videos. Pete, you look good. Like, Thanks, mate. For the sort of non-cricketer, there was, I mean, there was technique there, which is, I mean, let's face it, alarming. But what a, what a <laughs> wonderful development. It means that we can all play cricket together in the summer. And next time we're going to go up from the novice level to the beginner level. I just okay. need to point out as well that Daz, is, Daz decided at one point it would be really good to do an extravagant leave. At sixes, yeah. <laughs> it was a good leave. There is a video. I will edit, it, crop it, and post it on Twitter. See Daz's fancy leave. Daz's fancy leave. Wow. Well, let's leave Daz's fancy leave there, um, and let's do the news. Right, the obvious place to start is that England are the greatest cricketing test side in the history of the game, and it's um, undisputed. Three 0 win in Pakistan. Everyone saw that coming, obviously, especially me. I may or may not have said at least two of those games would be boring, <laughs> pointless, drab, dull draws. Sorry, secret pair. My bad. Um, nine wins out of ten for Ben Stokes, his England side. Uh, it's unworldly what's going on. Greatest I'm, England coach, greatest England captain ever. It's, I mean, it's hard to argue yeah. with it. Pete will. Pete's Pete furious. Will Pete's Pete furious will. with this short-sighted, yeah. short like attention I'll, span. I'll pick, you up, pick this up with you uh, outside the broadcast. Yeah. Ben Stokes is now the greatest England captain of all time, and I will fight anyone over that. And um, it's, 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 it's as you've always said, it's always it's just good to see aggressive cricket. Yeah, well, I mean, a winning draw when you hang in there with one wicket left is quite exciting. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah. in the history of cricket, there have been far too many draws and far too many contexts by which that's been allowed to happen. And just, we'll just meander towards a boring. Well, I mean, what two, is point? Two, two great games. There was the um, Williamson Declaration last year. To, to give England a chance, uh, where we needed 270-odd, was it? Needed 273 from 74 overs, and we didn't even didn't get even, close. Well, didn't didn't try to get close, nope. did we? So, you know, it's not a case of we were suddenly five wickets down and thought, hang on, we'll try and cling on for a draw. We just didn't bother trying. This time, the other way around, Stokes says, right, here you go. I'm going to make sure that one of us wins this game. 
it's, I mean, it was astonishing, wasn't it? Just from the first test, you think, you look at, I saw Crawley and Duckett both get runnable hundreds. I think, this is a road. What is point? This is, nothing's happening yeah. here. If those two are getting have runnable you, centuries. Have you and, noticed that Crawley started scoring runs since we offered to sponsor him? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> he, he's also got out for not many. I mean, I, I will not be. Com- Zach Crawley is not a test cricketer. Right. He's never been a test cricketer, and he will never be a test cricketer. The good news is, he is a basball cricketer. <laughs> And so I'm kind of coming round to the idea like, oh, yeah, just play him. Because in this team, he either works or he doesn't, but he's actually, you know, he's, he's yeah. contributing. And, and the same, same with, with, with Stokes, actually. As captain, it'll either work or it doesn't. And there'll be a couple of times where we get hammered by an innings playing like this. But you've got to accept that sometimes and say, yeah, yep. this is... Newcastle circa 1996. Yeah, you got it. We'll, win more, right. we'll win more than we'll lose. It'll be it'll like 4-3 last minute or either way. It's supposed to be good fun. If yeah. you're going to pay a hundred quid now to watch a day at a test match, I want to be entertained. Yeah, and, and, and this and Stokes side, so yeah, hundred percent. Right. Um, to Worcestershire news, there is still no director of cricket. There were murmurings coming out of the club at the end of the summer that there should be someone in place, or hopefully there'll be someone in place at the start of December. It's the end of December, and it not never happened. Pete, your thoughts? Um, I mean, if they haven't find found the right person, then okay. Um, I'd rather them take the time and get it right than appoint somebody for the sake of it. I think my issue with it is the radio silence that's followed. There was just a little one-liner on, on the note from Thanos before Christmas. But it's the kind of over-hype it, isn't it? It's the oversell and not deliver. You know, got seven candidates, had a mass field, but a load of people apply, narrowed it down, some real left-field candidates, get everyone excited, nobody in post. And it's, <laughs> it's just, why say, hopefully by the start of yeah, December, like, and, then, cause, and then say nothing really at all? Like, and it was just... Also, how, how long does it take? Like... <laughs> <laughs> what, what's going on? I mean, the, the suggestion would be that they've they've had a candidate and there's been some difficulties either negotiating their exit or, or anything else. But I mean, it's pure, we're, we're just completely in the dark speculating. So we just wait and see. My bigger issue is something that I think is also on your should be also on your news list. Oh, should it now? Okay. Is the Richardson and Kadir appointment? Yeah, come on then. Let's let's move on from the the non-story that is. There's still no director of cricket. There may be a good reason, but um, you know, it's as as always with Worcestershire. Things are okay, but communication-wise, could could do better. Um, right, so new coaches, Richardson, Ali and Jones. So when I say issue with, I don't necessarily have an issue with them as an appointment. What I do have an issue with is you're going to bring in a director of cricket for December. You then installed your own coaches before the director of cricket arrives, which sort of ties their hands a little bit because if they wanted to bring in their own people. Um, so it was more the timing of it and it all being a bit backwards. Um, but then again, if the director of cricket isn't going to turn up for a while, then you've got no choice but to go ahead and, and appoint coaches. It's difficult, isn't it? Because um, Richardson and Ali, it's a pretty unimaginative appointment, isn't it, across the board? But at the same time, I'm kind of all right with it because Richardson's a good dude. I mean, they, they're well-respected. They know the club. And I think it's the sort of thing that fans will like because yeah, for whatever dudes. reason, Gid- Gidman just couldn't get over. He couldn't get over personality-wise. So at least there's an element of continuity there. So, yeah, I'm kind of all right with it. I think... What can you do? You've got to have that coaching structure in place. If there's issues with the DOC, whatever it may be, who knows? It could yep. be a negotiation thing. It could be that the person they wanted to give it to at the last minute decided they didn't want it, and now they've got to rethink the whole process. I mean, who knows? We're, you know. Yep. We're, um, but no, I mean. So, what, what do you think about the coaching appointments generally, though? Because that's that, you know, good, good dudes. So I'm, I'm pleased for for them. Um, they've they've got good experience. Yeah, Richardson's got significant experience. Caddy's been away. Or he's, I see he's been going away with England as well, or England mm. youngsters. So highly thought of. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pleased overall. 
I always wish that Worcestershire would look outwards more and not be so insular. You know, Richard Jones coming back again. I'm, I'm pleased that he's gone off and got good experience with Warwickshire as their development coach. So it's not like it's just a, a complete promotion from within. But we, uh, we, we, we like it if you've got a Worcestershire background, don't we? Yeah. We know who we like and we like who we know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, but I mean, it's one of those, I, I agree with that to an extent, uh, I think in, in current circumstances, because things have been so, um, there's been such a discord in lots of different ways that having a, a sort of a fan's favourite and having that kind of Worcestershire representation, uh, it, it feels like there's a plan to sort of galvanise, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, let's, let's get everyone back on side, calm everything down. The Red Bull side's all right. Richardson's done coaching before. That, yeah. I, you know, I'm kind of all right. I'm with trying it, to you know. put to the back of my brain that obviously those two were in charge during our not great 50 over campaign, but it's a clean slate. It's their side. They've got time to work with the players. I, I will be completely open minded about it and hopeful that they can deliver us results. Well, Rico, they reckon he's going to be going to make it fun again. And I, so, I think yeah. that's kind of important. We need a bit of a feel good vibe, and that and they'll provide that, I think. As to how it goes, well, who knows? We'll support them because that's just what we do. Daz, you've been. Um, uh, uncharacteristically quiet, my friend. Can't add to what you've just said, really. He hasn't finished his quiz yet. He's still, still writing yeah, the question. Still the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would put the coaching appointments down as that's fine. Yes, I mean, yes. it's entirely unremarkable, but it's fine. But solid. I'll take fine. We'll take a solid structure. At least we know what we're getting next year. Yeah. When the DOC gets dropped in, at least we know what we're getting. I can live in that world. Doesn't blow your mind, but it's not disappointing either. So yeah, yeah. Solid, <laughs> if not spectacular. Um, right, now, talking about solid, if not spectacular, let's talk about um, the latest uh, overseas signing, Mickey Bra- uh, Bracewell from New Zealand. I'm, I'm, I'm quite on board. I, yeah, I, I think, trying to, that, so I think, I think it's it's an under-the-radar great signing. Yeah. What we've had issues with Bravo and everything else, everything about a white ball side where the relationships were kind of awkward and fractured, we didn't really have a plan, it was just a mess. And you've got a high-caliber guy who's a high-character guy who makes us better with the ball and yeah. better with the bat. Yeah, absolutely. It's certainly better with the bat. Um, his strike rate in international T20s is up around the 200 mark. Yeah, you know, that, he I mean, can that's hit, a serious hitting. He can hit a long <clears throat> ball. He's played at the highest level. Yeah. Um, he's not a superstar name, but again, I'm all right with that. When when we were good, we were a good side, and we a... were a, a well-knitted, well-drilled, organised side. And I think he. He sort of he will buy into that kind left of left hander as well. Yeah, I mean I have to be honest. I I as you saw from the quiz last year, <coughs> I don't know much about international cricket. Yeah, um, but <laughs> as we're going to see from the quiz this year, as so well. I, like most people, you know, when footballers uh, <clears throat> football transfers are announced and nobody knows the player, but they release a little three minute video and he looks awesome. That looks like he you know might be messy and uh, get really excited about it. That was me watching him take wickets and hit sixes. So yeah. I'm in. If just nothing more yeah. than a three-minute I mean, video. Every, everyone, even you, look good on the three-minute highlight reel based on the <laughs> Sixers performance, mate. Um, well, it's, I just think he, he's a caliber player and a good character player. And I think if if we get back to doing what Worcester should do well, which is be good in the field and be competitive in all phases of the game, it's about team spirit. It's not about fancy Dan mega flashes of brilliance, generally speaking. And again, it's that idea of kind of unity and a, and a cohesive dressing room. And everyone getting on, yeah, and people not taking the Mickey and getting a million driving tickets, and not caring about the club and just being a mercenary. And he won't be that because you know people like Ish Sodi will have talked to him. We've got a good history of of, of New Zealand. He's got a good family history for that as well, hasn't he? You know, the family's yeah. played a lot of cricket in the years. So yeah, oh, so you can't, can't go wrong thing. with a New Zealander, can you? So no, the thing is, you kind of can't. Can you? <laughs> it's weird that they they just all seem to be really good blokes. They're too likable, even though they've beaten England all the time. You just yeah. Yeah, I like you guys. 
Um, so that's all right. And we we needed a little bit of something extra in the spin department, I think, because I don't. I'm not. You know, Josh Baker is only just figuring it, try, trying to figure it out in in one day cricket. Um, yeah. So we needed an extra spin option. Um, we've got a bit more power in the batting lineup, and with the um, with with Hose, who's going well with the Adelaide is it Adelaide strikers. Strikers, yeah, yeah. the top of the Big Bash League. So yeah, that's all right. Um, speaking of um, quality Worcestershire batsmen, Jack Haynes has spent some time out with England in the UAE, which is good for his experience. Yeah. Uh, Azar's retired from Test cricket, which is about time, but um, uh, back for Worcestershire next year, which is all cool and groovy. Roderick's taking his summer form into the winter as well for a green point over in Cape Town. Yeah, he's, he's taken over as captain he as well, hasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a good dude. We told you. We told you. He could play. Do you think he took his t-shirt with him? No. no. Well, he, he might have needed somebody to I don't know, clean the car with. Or something. <laughs> I was going to say that's that's been shoved in a drawer or a box <laughs> yeah. or never be seen again. And then when he like twenty years after he's retired and he's moved house, you look at this going, "What on earth is this? What's this? I don't know what this is about." And there'll be no record of our existence. Uh, and that's how it should be. And I suppose worth a mention, Joe Leach uh, is up for an award for he's starting a company for um, women's cricket kit, which makes perfect sense because there's no there's no women's specific cricket kit. They've all got to wear. Men's stuff, which is madness. So good on Joe Leach. He'll probably make a lot of money. So there we are. So I think I think that sort of does it. Have I missed anything? Well, I talked about the women's cricket. Sarah Glenn's left. Yes, she has. Boo. Um, she's gone. She's from Derbyshire, isn't she? So she's, she's gone back, gone back to, to, to Derbyshire. County, yeah. yeah so to. that's a real shame. But we've got plenty of youngsters coming through. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she'll be missed. And uh, you know, Bert Whistle, you know, ragging the ball square and taking loads of wickets anyway. But um, yes, it's a shame to lose an international calibre cricketer, but that's a, it feels like that's a logistical life choice. And that's okay. Right, so there's your news. Um, we better do a quiz then. Um, Daryl Butler, what is the premise of the quiz? Are we back to Champagne Super we're, Over? We're, we're having another Champagne Super Over, Jim. Okay. Uh, as you said, we didn't really have any feedback last year, did we? So um, no news is good news. Let's do it all again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll keep doing the same thing until we're booed off the air. Um, and that's okay. Right. Go on then, Dan. So break got, it down. Six rounds, six questions each. Um, each question's got a maximum of six runs available. Six sixes, 36, uh, 36 points. You get 72 for you to get at home. Um, <laughs> last year, I oh, thought you were a little bit like... Richard Osman, and this Richard year you've Osmond. just upped it, upped it, it a level. Who am I this year? Bamba Gascoigne. <laughs> yes. No, it's just like if more gravitas. If I don't know whether playing, it's just like the own. hangover voice. <laughs> anyway, for a bonus point, Jim, what day of the week is it? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Minus one. <laughs> I don't know what day it is, or when the bins go out. Yeah. The recycling. <laughs> it's a green <laughs> one. I know there's not a lot of content this time of year, yeah. but be better. Be That's better. That's why we're here. Yeah. Come on then, Paxman, let's do this. Six questions each. Six runs available per question. Can anybody get a big 36? Nope. <laughs> I, think, I think we can universally agree that no. <laughs> no. 36 okay. between them is asking okay, a bit well, much. We got, have we got a coin toss? We have got a coin toss. We're going to start with a coin toss. Okay. Uh, Peter has the best looking. You get to choose. Heads or tails? Tails, please. Tails. And it is. Have we got a coin flipping sound? I time? will hurt you. It's a tail. Get it. So you get the choice now, Pete. So you can go first in question one, which means then Jim will go first in question two, and vice versa, or you can go second in question one. I, I'm i going to go scoreboard pressure. I'm going to go first. Oh, here we go. Ooh, I here like we go. it. That's good, aggressive okay. stuff. Now, if you remember last year's quiz, question one is exactly the same, so you could have done some research, boys. Nah, but why would we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, fair point. We, we have things to do, like, I don't know. 
quietly weeping That's alone. That is a lie. <laughs> right, come on then, some pizza. Here we go. So, Pete, would you like a question about batters or bowlers? Well, given I'm now a, a batting expert, I'll go you batting, are. please. You are a batting expert. <laughs> so here we go. I have a list here of Worcestershire's top six county championship run scorers for 2022. Hold on, can I get my mum on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> you get a run for each one you get right. Yep. If you get all six, obviously that's the full complement of six runs. Once you get to four, you then need to get the next two to get the full six. If you get one wrong, I'll pass it to Jim. And he gets the chance to take a wicket. So, Pete, top six Worcestershire <coughs> batters in terms of runs scored for the 2022 season. Your number one, please. <coughs> well, no longer a Worcestershire batter, but Ed <coughs> Barnard. Correct. Number one, 895 runs. Um, Jack Haynes. Jack Haynes, number two on the list, 811 runs. I don't think he's third, but Dolivera is in the top Dolivera. six. 768 runs. He is number three on the he list. He is number three. three runs. Right. This is for your boundary, your first boundary of the day. Started slowly, but hit some runs as the season went on. Azar Ali. Azar Ali is number five on the list. 656 runs. That's your four. So if I go carry on, I've got to get the next two. You keep the four runs. But you, if you stop, you don't give Jim the chance to take the wicket. Oh, well, I know one of them. Okay. I don't know a second, so I'm going to take the four. You're going to take the four. So Pete finishes on four without loss after the first ball. Do you know the other two, Jim? Just out of, I, well, of well, what what one, one, one of them's Jake Libby, because he got Jake that Libby, big yeah, you got 200. Yeah, yeah I was, I've got Libby. Yeah. And then it's the number six position. It's either Pollock or Roderick, isn't it? And I, 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 I thought it was about... 450 runs, I think. Pollock's not a bad shout. I think Pollock's probably I think you. I, I, I'd go Pollock. It is Pollock. Roderick only played eight games yeah. in the championship. Yeah. So um, even though he got a couple of bigger scores. I just couldn't work out uh, the sixth one. So Yeah, so uh, Pollock, 645. It's tricky though, isn't it? As well, I mean, because you wouldn't be surprised either way. Solid, sensible, pragmatic stuff. Which I, I, I'm just going all out. So come on then. Have, I got, the, go. have I got the bowlers? You've got the bowlers, Jim. Same question to you. The wicket takers. Jim. Okay, let's start. Let's start. The leader of the attack... Leachio. Leachio is actually number two on the list. He took uh, 34 wickets. And I believe that, um, Pete got the predictions league right. It was Penny was our leading wicket taker, wasn't he? He was. 44 wickets. Okay. Um, Barney. Barney, 31. Number three on the list. Uh, Baker. Baker, number four on the list. He got 23 wickets. That's your four. You've hit your boundary. Oh, God damn it. Same rule applies to you then. Uh, Wait won't have played enough. No, Wait was with Leach. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were here. Tack them on. Oh, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. You're going for it. Go on, I'm then. going for it. I reckon, I reckon Gibbon is definitely on that list. Gibbon is number six on the list with 20 oh. wickets. Okay, that's odd because I fancied him being five and I he think... Was six. I don't... <sighs> Come on, Jim, you've got this. I'm gonna. I, 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 gonna I, I, if if this is wrong, I'm gonna be livid because it'll just feel like Pete is laughing at me. But I'm gonna go for Charles Morris. Pete likes it. Yep. Is the right answer. Twenty-one wickets. Enormous, gigantic. Take yeah. Yeah. He got injured, which put Daz out of the predictions lead, but he was right up there for a while. So Charlie <sighs> Morris. Yeah, Pete. Again, only played eight oh, games. I'm, I'm coming out swinging. Wickets. Six without loss. Jim leads by two. See now, we're in, I'm in trouble here because that's if this is anything like last year, that's Daz's only question on the pear-shaped stuff of the year, <laughs> and the rest of it is international stuff which I haven't got a clue about. So oh. you, I'm in trouble. I'm behind the eight ball. You're behind the eight ball. Good sporting analogy, yeah. cricket boy. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Snooker's required stage. 
yeah. It's a melee in the penalty area. Right, come on, question Could he go on following on, couldn't he? This time you're going to be answering alternately. Okay. Uh, Pete went first last time, so Jim, you're going first this time. We're looking for the England players with the 10 most test appearances this year. So it's the players that have played nine or more tests in this calendar year. As an extra clue, I'll give you the 11th on the list. The 11th on the list is Ollie Robinson, who played six tests. Everybody else played nine or more tests. Okay, right. Ten many, players uh, to get. Do you know what? How I'm, many tests have England played this year? Fifteen. Uh, right, well, let's, let's fire off the, the skipper then, Ben Stokes. Ben Stokes is on the list. I will go for Root. Joe Root is on this. Both of them played the full 15 tests. Not a test batsman, Zach Crawley. Zach Crawley. That's two for Jim. That's your top three done. Oh, no. I can't be struggling after three. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of the bowlers because they spent a bit of time out injured, didn't they? It's a lot of rotation. This, is, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a clever, it's a canine, it's an evil. It's an and I'm trying to think. This, of, to be fair, there's a few players who did really well, but then got injured. Oh, can I think of England players? Go on, I'll go with him. He was rested for a bit. Anderson. It's wrong, isn't it? He played nine tests. He's on the list. (laughs) Right, Okay. so he may have missed the Pakistan series, but he played throughout the summer. This is horrible. This is actually a a horrible question. question, I think think Lee's played all year apart from Pakistan, which means that I reckon he's played enough. I'm going to go for Lee's. Alex Lee's. He's number seven on the list with ten tests. Three runs for Jim. Okay, I've been trying to think of wicketkeeper. It's five to get. And I'm going to go for the man that took the gloves recently, Pope. 11 tests for Ollie Pope. That's three runs each. There's two more each to get, four in total. This is for your boundary, Jim. Okay, I think Johnny Bairstow's done enough. Johnny Bairstow, he played in 10 test matches. He's on the list. Thanks, Jim. That was the last one I had written down. That's yeah, do you know what? I thought I played badly there, and I should have gone for Bairstow, then Lees, but yeah. I didn't. But we're, we're still where we are, so I've got four. Oh, I don't think it's enough, because I think other players took his place, but folks. Ben Folks is on the list. Oh, he played in 10 test matches. That's a boundary each. Now there's two left to get. Well, this carved, is for an extra two points. runs now. So uh, let's yeah, turn your four had, into a big six. I had I had folks on my list. So what happens here? If I get it, do I have to stop? No, no, you're fine. You, no, okay, so I can just it. I can just swing for the fences, and if I yeah, get it wrong, it, it just matter. means if you get it wrong, Pete's got two to choose from. So Anderson is one. Robinson isn't. No, he would have been. <laughs> Robinson been is number set. eleven. Yeah, that's right. That's really tricky, isn't it? I'm gonna have to go for Leach. Jack Leach or Joe Leach. Well, <laughs> Joe Leach having played no test matches at all, I'm probably going to go for Jack. Jack Leach played 14 tests this year. He's yeah. number four on the list. Jim oh, Dale has a huge six oh, again. That's out of here. It's out of here. Oh, come on. So sorry, people. That means you've got one to choose from. So I've got one player. You've already got four runs. That's in the bag. No one can take that away from you. <laughs> I've had a lovely time. <laughs> sure, but you'd like. you got the spelling. Ah, okay. So it's not Wood. Feels like a big moment in the game. It's definitely not the young lad from Leicestershire. Hamid played a bit, didn't he? But he only played one series, I think. Duckett was just Pakistan. And I've now crossed off everything on my sheet. (laughs) 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 
It's, uh, mate, it's, it's tough. It's tough. I tell you, you've done well to get nine between you. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm sort of I wasn't expecting that. that. Um, no disrespect. All right, give me a second. I'll, I, I will give myself some. Give us a moment. I'll just pluck four of the names. Um, should we put the podcast on hold? Shall I play some green sleeves? Yeah, should we, should we go for this advert break? <laughs> Join us after the break. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put this on the um, clock. I, I'll just go. It's not Hamid. It's not Hamid. I'm afraid. You said Jimmy Anderson. Stuart Broad. You didn't say Stuart Broad. Oh, I thought it's because he's been crocked. Nine Test matches. Yeah, we played in the summer. Jim Dale. Twelve without loss after two balls. <laughs> it's Unbelievable. The, this is the greatest day of my life. Peter Sommer not far behind. Right. I think it's time for a drinks break, boys. That's two sixes and two boundaries in the first two balls. We've not seen the like of it in Worcestershire. I'm knacking on the umpire. <laughs> Right, Ooh. 12 plays 8. This is going suspiciously well. On to number 3. Question number 3 then. So it's Pete to uh, answer this one first. Pete, you've got a choice here. You've got a question about a cricketer or a cricket ground. Given <laughs> that that's just a go, Gotta go for the ground. Eden Gardens. <laughs> I wonder which well, way you're going to go. I was not even enough to ask you for a pear-shaped quiz of the year to think that you'd stay in and around the UK. Um, I had no idea that we'd be travelling abroad for a pre-season tour. Um, so I'm going to go cricketer, please, but we'll see how we get on. The ground was Stourbridge this year. <laughs> n- n- not, not Worcestershire. I don't like any of this foreign muck. Kidderminster, <laughs> Victoria, please. It's not what I said. No, but we will we will misquote you for our own amusement. Absolutely. I mean, you said there'd be a director of cricket here by uh, December. Yeah, I unbelievable. Didn't. No, I didn't. Did. Someone at the club did. Right, come on then. Come on then, Pedro. Okay, then. Here we go. There's five clues to a cricketer. Okay. If you get it after the first clue, Pete, I'll give you six runs. Yeah, we don't, we don't need to worry about that. Let's ca- ca- carry on to the last question. <laughs> then three, two, okay. and one. Clue number one. Good luck here. Come Born on. in 1965... I have two test wickets to my name. Oh, the silence is deafening. You can have a guess. It doesn't cost you anything, Pete, so... Uh... Carry on. Couldn't even pluck a name out of the hat. Go on. Not going to have a stab in the dark. Nope. It's not Jim Dale, no. I'm not 57. I mean, I look, look it. it. <laughs> For four runs, then, I earned a silver medal representing Australia at the 1998 Commonwealth Games. In Kuala Lumpur. Australian, born in 65, two test wickets. Jim, do you think you know it? Jim's scribbling down. Um, no, no, I don't. I no, I, no, no, I, no, I don't, mate. Is there a, is there a phone for an option available? Because can I phone Jim? No, we're, we're all here, Pete. I was going to say, you can phone me, but I don't know. <laughs> three runs then, Pete. This is for three. An aggressive right-handed batter. My first class average of 46.25. Covers more than 500 innings for Western Australia, Warwickshire, and Worcestershire. Oh, hello. Oh, okay, I, can, I can feel it. Hello. coming. So, Worc- cricketer who played for... Jim is staring at me. Worcestershire, for the Warwickshire. The with a big grin on his face. No, no, don't, I couldn't possibly comment. The only Australia I know that's played both is Tom Moody. Is the right yeah, answer. because that's what I got. <laughs> Two test wickets, really? Two test wickets? Um, That's as rare as Ray Price's 100. (laughs) No, because those two test wickets exist. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well done, mate. Yeah. yeah, well done. And the next clue would have been my 100, 198 unbeaten third wicket partnership with Graham Hick helped <coughs> to lead Worcestershire to the 94 NatWest Trophy. Yep. And the last uh, clue for one run would have been nicknamed Long Tom, owing to my six foot six frame. My surname can sometimes be used to describe Jim and Pete. Yeah, Tom, only three runs for you there, Pete. Gets you to uh, within one at 11 without loss. I'm assuming if it's a fast run three, you were my partner at the other end. I've run a three, thank you very much. <laughs> right, go on then, Jim. <clears throat> All right, if you two are done flirting, should we nope. have another question? No, we're not. <laughs> no, no, no. Jim, you've got a cricket ground, and your first clue is for six runs. Established in 1895, I hosted my first test match in 1931. The SCG. Oh, it's the wrong answer. I'm loving the early guessing, though. Hmm, Take well, no SCG. Well, you, think, you think about, oh, no, that doesn't make sense, does it? Because that wasn't the first tour that England did. Correct. Of Australia. Okay. For four runs. My two ends are the Stanley Street end and the Vulture Street end. Oh. Keep up your run of boundaries, this is, Jim. Is the answer... No, I don't think it is that. I think... Is it Johannesburg? It's not. It's not Johannesburg. Three runs now to match Pete de Somburg, this is. My capacity of 36,000 is set to be extended for the 2032 Olympic Games. It's gone deadly quiet. Not very that's good for a podcast, really, is it? That's really done me. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. The capacity of 36,000 is set to be extended for the 2032 Olympics. Oh, I'm bang in trouble. Pete's playing Pac-Man on his phone. He's not interested in the slightest. Yeah. Go on, next clue. Oh, not even on a guess. No. Uh, I don't know I don't no. know where the 2032 Olympics is going <laughs> to no, be. No, I didn't. I didn't know. Genuinely, it was I, if I could help you here, I would. I know you got nothing. Cricketing nations that might host... I mean, the West Indies aren't going to host the Olympics. Uh, Bangladesh aren't. Pakistan aren't. India might. Will South Africa? I don't think so. Uh, would New Zealand... I mean, Sydney had it. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. Um, I'm going to have to push you. Uh, you do regularly. Yeah, to the limit, <laughs> my friend. Um, is the answer Hyderabad? No, it is not Hyderabad. No, I've, I've gone for three different quest, three, yeah, different, three countries. different countries so far. For two runs, the record Test partnership here is an unbeaten three hundred and twenty-nine run partnership in twenty ten between Alistair Cook and Jonathan Trott. In twenty ten, is that the 2010-2011 winter tour to Australia? I'm saying nothing, but Peter Sonberg is nodding. Which means that oh, I was I was in range so. Okay, so, and I've already gone SCG. Oh, I was really hoping you'd say SCG again. <laughs> um, so, in those tests, so they played, at, they, played, uh, they played in Perth, and it was Brisbane. It won't be, it won't be the MCG, because that's already finished and it's massive. Oh, he's thinking, he's thinking. Pete's nodding a, again. that's a dome. I'm going to go for, is it the Wacker? Is it Perth? It's not the one. Remember, the Wacker actually was rebuilt a few years ago, wasn't it? I don't know. Yeah, so it's not the Wacker. So for one run, Pete, you've got a chance to steal here. Oh, that's. I mean, this is heartbreaking. I'm now just chucking out Australian grounds. Pete with a chance to steal. For one run, I want a quick answer here from you, Jim. Usually hosting the first test of an Ashes series, I'm the home of the Queensland Bulls. Queensland. So that's... I'm really struggling. This is, this is vengeance for Eden Gardens. Can I, can I just say, I really hope you get this right. Is it, because... is it the Adelaide Oval? <laughs> no, it's not the Adelaide Oval. Pete, you can take a wicket. It's over with you. 
I don't know any cricket grounds, mate. I genuinely, I was really hoping you'd get that right because I'm going to look really stupid now. Queensland Bulls. It's like a Victoria or a Brisbane, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Uh, Brisbane. It's the Gabba. Brisbane. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Victoria's MCG, isn't it, I think? I don't know. Victoria's I MCG. don't know. I've had a shocker there. I've had an absolute shocker. Our credibility has just been Absolutely. sunk, Absolutely. I'm not doing grounds questions again, I think. I think we will stick to Kidderminster it's, Victoria. I mean, it's actually... I'm with, I'm Flag with Meadow Pete. Walk. I'm, I'm with Pete on that. It's it's actually... The grounds thing's really hard. But I'm not sure I should give it you for the Brisbane, actually. I mean, it's, it's the Gabba, isn't it? It is the Gabba. I'll give you anyway, because Jim's ahead, so... Jim, 12 for 1 now. Oh, I'll, I'll take a third ball points. collapse, a third ball wicket. Pete, 11 without loss. Jim's still in the lead. But if you can get level now, Pete, you'll be head on wickets lost. Okay. I knew so I shouldn't have had gin for my drinks break. <laughs> <laughs> so Pete, 11 for Nord. Jim, 12 for 1. And it's Jim to answer first on question number 4. Who said that round, Jim? Would you like cricket quotes or cricket comms, cricket commentaries? Surely only one choice is a Quotes big deal comms. commentator. If I promise not to have a question that revolves around your commentary earlier this season. Oh, uh, on, let's, I, I should go for commentator, shouldn't I really? I wanted to go for player, but I'm going to go for commentator because that, that makes it. Because as, as a professional commentator, yeah, um, I feel like I should. Okay, um, fair enough. There's five questions then on commentaries. These are famous bits of commentary. And there'll be a question to do with each, a run for each. And then if you get all five, I'll give you the bonus to take you to a big six. Question number one. This is Ian Smith. I'm going to read out Ian Smith's commentary. You can tell me the year this commentary is from. 2019. Correct. <laughs> one to Jim. Question number two. What was the quote? Just out of interest. <laughs> it's the um, it's the quote from Hitting Stokes' bat. Okay, well, read it then. Oh, so we know right. what it is. You've ruined it now. You've given the answer. He goes again. Can he give the strike away? This is a big moment. They've got to run. They're going at the other end and it gets in the way. This is going to go all the way to the boundary off the bat. I can't believe this. Can you believe this? It has. I do not believe what I've just seen. I tell you, you really got into that towards really the end. It was worth, that. That it was worth really... calling that back. That was lovely. It was Ian Smith, 2019. I really, I do that again. Can we just do podcasts of me doing that? <laughs> sure thing. Right, number two. Number two. This is Ian Botham. Name the year. It's in the air and it's caught. What a victory. England have pulled it off. The crowd goes ballistic. Michael Kasparovich cannot believe it. England have won by two runs. You start seeing both of them. That, yeah, that was Aussie as well. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, he is the um, he is the British sort of um, business envoy to Australia after that brilliant um, oh, trade yeah. deal, part of that brilliant Brexit decision. <laughs> oh, we are on Brexit. Um, uh, well, that's surely it's got to be two thousand and five. The Ashes. Two thousand and five. Ding ding ding. Two runs for you, Jim. You're up to fourteen. Name the year. This is a tougher one now. This is Ian Bishop. Very short one, this one. And all he says is, Carlos Brathwaite, remember, remember the, the name. name. Oh. Uh, is that uh, 2016? It is 2016. There's your yeah. third run. Four sixes in a row off Ben Stokes. That's the one. Defeat from the jaws of victory after Joe Root opened the bowling and got um, I watched that with Peter Somburg. I listened to it on the wireless because I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle the tension, so I just listened to it while doing the washing up. That's boring. Shut up, Jim. Next. <laughs> name the year. There it is. They'll go. But this will be out. Surely. Oh, he's out. He's going to be run out. That's it. No, he's out. South Africa are out. Donald didn't run. I can't believe it. Australia in the World Cup final. Ridiculous running with two balls to go. That was Donald didn't run. Klusner did. Lance Klusner smashed two um, shots through extra cover. Yeah. Against, I think, was it Andy Bickle against Australia? Semi-final. And then they had needed one off three balls. That's it. And they panicked. 
And so that was in England, I think at Edgebaston. Oh, I might be wrong. I might be wrong on that. And it's either, I think, let's try and do the math. The mathematics. It was early this century. I'm going to say 2007. Is the wrong answer. Any idea, Pink? 2006. No, no, no. 2007 was a World Cup year, but that was in the West Indies that year. This was in England. It was 99. Was it 99? I suppose thinking of Donald. Yeah, thinking of Alan mm. Donald. Yeah. yeah. We've overcooked well, it. Do you know what? I, I was going to go for that or 2009. And I've got, I've got confused yeah. there. But yeah, 99. 99. Okay. I mean, I'll be honest, I wasn't really listening to what, <laughs> what was going on. I was just well, there was two World Cups in a row, wasn't there? There was that one where they lost by one. or I think, well, they tied the match, didn't they? And then ended up losing on... Whatever Great the at bottling was. semi-finals, aren't they, South Africa? Uh, well, yeah. Then there was the next time they, yeah, they're the Nottingham of international cricket. Yeah, uh, the next time running 0-3 in their home uh, World Cup, they they messed up because they calculated it up with Lewis wrong. And they thought they'd hit the target, but they actually hit the the target to tie, which yep. is what was written on the scoreboard. So uh, two in a row for them. Right. So what does that mean then? So you're on three. So you've got one question left. So you can still okay. get a boundary. So okay. Four. So uh, no problem at all. Uh, we're not going for the year this time. We're going for the commentator. Okay. Uh, and this is something that's come up on the podcast before, so you might have heard this before. So this is from 1948. This is the great Don's last innings. And who said Bradman Brian Bold? Brian Johnson. the wrong answer. I've no idea. Uh, Bradman Bold Hollies. Nort, what do you say under those circumstances? It's John Art. Oh, God, yeah. And there was, there was just like a little moment of silence, wasn't there? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he didn't know what to say, did he? Well, what would you say? Well, you'd say Bradman Bold Nort. Just, just like, like always does, I've rushed in without rushed thinking. In, didn't rushed think. in, rushed in, rushed in without thinking. Rushed in and diamonds without thinking. So uh, what was that? Three, three takes you to fifteen for one. Oh, I've just, I've just um, consolidated there. Just a wicket there. Pick a couple, of, couple of wicket chances there for your piece. Been able to. I'm impressed with the amount of notes you've jotted down for this quiz. <laughs> you've written more notes than you have for normal prep for every episode of our podcast. It's all pictures. Oh, it's, it's doodling. I was okay. doodling. It's doodling. I was just, I was just doodling. I mean, doodly doodling. I, Admittedly, I have done more prep in trying to answer these questions than I do for the podcast. That's just because I'm on the bare edge of unprofessional. Um, right. Come on then, Pete. What right, you got, Pete, love? you've got quotes. Okay. Here we go. First one's a nice, easy one for you. <laughs> you put pressure on him when I say that. You said that with a glint in your eye. Oh, God. yeah. So yeah, these are quick quotes, uh, questions to do with them. Who, in 2004, told Tino Best to mine the windows? I don't know, mate. I couldn't even pluck a name out of the air. And then Winders Tina. up. It's uh, Andrew Flintoff. It's Andrew Flintoff. Number two. Let me give you multiple choice on this one. Was it supposed to be multiple choice? It is. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm a quiz master. Thank you. <laughs> you, can you. If you two finish flirting, can we get on? <laughs> hey! Who said of Ian Botham in 1991, he just didn't quite get his leg over? Was it Jonathan Agnew or Brian Johnston? Uh, Aggers. Yes, it was Aggers. There's your run. Agnew, not not Agnew. 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 Question number three. Any chance they can all be multiple choice? <laughs> Absolutely disgraceful. There is another multiple choice one, actually. Question five. What? Choice, <laughs> Which incident did Richie Benno describe as disgraceful and one of the worst things I've ever seen done on a cricket field? That sounds South African, that did. I'm so right, rubbish at right, my I've friend, I think it is disgraceful. I've got to stop doing accents. Disgraceful and one of the worst things I've ever seen done on a cricket field. Especially bad accents when I've got a sore throat anyway. They've taken the workout, and that's very disappointing. Oh, I can't... I, can, I can't read Jim's expression here. I don't know if he knows it or not. I, he knows it, yeah. 
I can I remember watching it. I just can't recall exactly what type of incident occurred. I'm not sure, but I, I think, I mean, you kind of go for a man-cad world, but I think that might have been when Stuart Broad edged massively to first slip and oh, didn't walk. Because that was not. <laughs> no, it's not a man-cad either. No, I can't, I can't think of it. I can remember listening to it, as I say, but no. It's the, it's the chapel underarm bowling incident. Oh, Kazim. yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no points either way there. Number four then, Pete. Which former Prime Minister compared themselves to Geoffrey Boycott, saying that they would dig in, stick to it, and get the runs in the end when under pressure from their parliamentary party? I was going to say which Prime Ministers have come under pressure, but all well, of them. Yeah, all of them. Um, <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Which Prime Ministers like cricket might be the other way of thinking of it. Uh, who's, a, who's a Prime Minister that really likes their cricket? He's always there. Go, we'll I mean, go. That's literally what Daz has just asked you. Um, John Major? It's not John Major. It's the other one. <laughs> Theresa May. Imagine trying to go for a populist vote and picking Jeffrey Boycott. I know, yeah. The most <laughs> miserable man. We'll, we'll edit that out. We won't. Um, <laughs> We're back to multiple choice, though, Pete. Good news for you. Who said this about Worcestershire's 2020 campaign this season? It is what it is, and what it is is just naff. Was it Daz, Jim, or Pete? <laughs> That sounds like a Jim Dale quote, but I don't know that Jim uses the word naff. I think that's me. Do you know what? When it started, I thought, it is what it is. It is what that's it is. me. Thing, and then naff. naff. Is, is I would me. never use naff. No. I think you've nailed it. <laughs> but I think that's me. Is that your final answer? Absolutely. Is the right answer. Right. So just to be clear, he got a question on quotes of things he said. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted him to get it wrong. <laughs> 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 and you still outscored him in that round. Yeah, I know. I took a wicket. I take that. Unbelievable. You did take That's a wicket. That's unbelievable, true, yeah. Jeff. So Pete, two Things, runs. <laughs> the next round is Pete's favourite colour. <laughs> and things Pete's mum wrote in his birthday cards. How many runs did Pete score so at sixes? Unbelievable. She doesn't send me birthday cards, mate. I've also got a bonus bonus runs available. This one, actually. So. Uh... Multiple about, choice, about things including his own... Well, you had, multiple, you had a Cricket World Cup question. There's a, there's a once every four years. Yeah, but you didn't specify which World Cup. Can we just say, before this quiz started, Jim said he was going to behave better yeah. this year. I mean, I was a, I was a pain <laughs> in the arse last year, and I will, I'll, I'll own that. I mean, but I will, I will maintain getting to identify something that you said yourself. Oh, is, it, is it easy, is it? Okay, in that case then, Jim. Oh, God, this is going to backfire. For a bonus point. For a bonus point. For a bonus run. You're 15 for one, Pete, 13 for one. Let's tie it again, Pete. What did you say on the podcast on the announcement of Brendan McCullum as England's head coach? What was your four-word phrase? On the same question, I'll go to you, Pete, in a second. This is what you said, so it should be easy, of course. No, that's not the same thing, is it? If you'd have given me those four words and said, who did you say it about, I reckon I'd have had a reasonable shout. From memory, I mean, I don't know exactly what I said. I said a couple of things. I said that he hadn't, he's got no experience, but can't, a lot, it can't be any worse. Can't be any worse. Can't he's be nailed, worse. It. He's nailed it. There's yeah. a run for you there, Jim. 16 for one. Pete. And he wasn't worse. He was he's Pete, the greatest coach of all that, time. That was harder for Jim because he did say a couple of other things. Well, you only said three words. You said one line, three words, and then left it to Jim. I know what it is. What were your three words? I don't care. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, I still don't. <laughs> He's the greatest coach of all time. 
Greatest England yes. coach of all time. Greatest England, greatest captain of all time. And he, did, he, he said it in the press, he's like, I don't, I don't, really, don't really do anything. I don't really do anything. <laughs> That's what Baz says. He's like, oh, I just sort of walk around a bit and chat to them. Don't do anything. I totally lost track. Well, really. Jim, 16 for one. Mm. Pete, 14 for one. Was that off it's four? Close. This is close. That's off four balls. Oh, it's close. We've sort of reined it in. It's a big start. That drinks break's really slowed us down, hasn't it? This is an interesting tactical round. Tactical timeout. an interesting round. Are we having a tactical timeout? No, that, no, that was me just... Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll thanks. make a note of that. I'll be in the quiz next year. <laughs> At what time did Pete say tactical timeout? <laughs> Bloody hell fire. Right, come on. Ball number five. This is the bowling round. Okay, so you're not, this time, batting for your own score. You're trying to stop your opponent from scoring. Oh, right? what a twist. So you're trying to bowl a dot ball here, if you can. Okay. There's only going to be one question each year, and it's going to have a numerical answer. If you get it spot on, you've bowled a dot ball, and your opponent won't score any runs. If you're one away, your opponent will score one run, two away, three away, four away, and anything more than gotta that is six it, runs. Got to hand it to him, Pete. He's, he's all right, isn't he? I he's... mean, he, he, he goes missing for large parts of the season, but when it comes to quiz time, that boy's dynamite. <laughs> this is why hand... I was adamant that he sh- we should do the quiz, because if he's had to do If you're work. adamant, can I be Paul Young? <laughs> oh, dear, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I always stand in the liver at quiz time. Tatty Circus coming to mind. Come on. Uh, Pete, your pick. Question okay. five. Pete, would you like a question on international cricket or domestic cricket? <laughs> oh, it's got, well, I know... It's quite clear. I know nothing about international cricket. Domestic cricket, it's got to be. Domestic cricket. It's my best shout. Okay, here we go. However far you are away determines how many runs Jim gets on this question. Yeah, I was listening. Earlier this season, (laughs) we three wise men attended a cricket match together. It was the Pairs v Bears T20 match at New Road. It was Dwayne Bravo's debut for the county. Um, And his only match, wasn't it? How many wickets did he take that day? How many wickets did Dwayne Bravo take in the match versus Warwickshire? The match at New Road versus Warwickshire, attended by us three. At least one, because he got clean bowled. I think he took a twofer. Twofer? Does that include the run out? That doesn't count as a wicket taken, though. No? I think he took two. There was a clean bowled, and I think there was another one in there. There was a clean bowled. It was the only one, though. So one wicket was the answer. There was a run out, of course, with the dance and what have you, but one was the answer. So you're one away. Jimmy scored one run on that question. Okay. So I can't score six on that unless he says he took a seven for. Yes, correct. Well, that's... No, if, if... You, so haven't, I... you haven't heard your question yet. Just simmer okay. down well, for Well, six, six for would have been six runs as well. Well, that, that happens that's a lot in T20, doesn't it? We would definitely... Just wait for yours. Simmer down. Jim moves on to 17 for one. How many deliveries did Harry Brookface <laughs> in Pakistan? How many balls have been bowled throughout the history of Test cricket? Come on, then. what, so what the absolute nonsense have you got for International question. And it's again a question about a match that us three all attended together. This time, we attended the England v South Africa Women's T20 at New Road. Oh, how, no. many, how many, how many pints? pints did I drink? <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one on it that day as well, wasn't I? Mind you, it was the first time I was out of the house in about six weeks. <laughs> Daz was eating all of the chocolate bars. You were being very sensible, and I was just oh, caning. What? Yeah, I had some really nice chocolate bars. Well, caning real ales. Go on, then. What are we saying? How many wickets did England win by? Well, Pete, you can only get six if he's six away. Well, they could win by anything from one to ten wickets, so that's quite sizable. In, yeah. in a T20 bowling, it's almost unheard of that you get a fiver. So, I mean, this is a sham. Um, have you not got any quotes about what Pete said? Right. Um, I think... I think England monstered them, but they pulled it back a bit. So I'm going to say 
might be six, seven, or eight. I think it's one of those. <laughs> I'm getting the eyebrows from Daz. I can't. I can't even remember who batted first. Well, then it, it, <laughs> it would be sensible then to go for the lower number and restrict you to just a few. Because if I go for tactics, so Ooh, tactics makes tracks. sense. Yep. So or I'll, or I'll go for they won by six wickets. Jim, you've bought a dot ball. Yep. Oh! It was six wickets. <laughs> I think we monst- I think the opening partnership did plenty, and then they, they got took a couple, a couple of wickets to make the it. Yeah. Okay. Oh dear. Pete, 14 for one still. Jim, 17 for one, going into the final ball of the getting It's nuggety, isn't it? This is uh, horrible. I wasn't expecting that to be a double. Yorkers ball. all over the place. Great bowling from Jim there. Good bowling as well from Pete. Look what he squeezed a run out off you, I'm afraid. Such a, you did such a primary school teacher thing there. Well done, Jim, for being excellent, but we can't not acknowledge Pete as well. <laughs> yeah. So well done, Pete, for doing not You're as doing well as really, Jim. really well for you. <laughs> Right, is it okay. last ball? Last, yeah, last ball. And there's what, three runs in it? Yep. Three runs in it. This is questions of ball about Pete. I've got a swing. Swing from the hip, haven't I? Got who's, a... who's going first? Well, it's Jim to go first. No. Oh, I see that. I mean, I can be relatively conservative. I mean, I won't, but I can be relatively you conservative here. Now, a boundary is... and I win it. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, this is a, I, look, uh... I look forward to the day that you're relatively conservative. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> my my relatives are conservative and I don't I don't speak to them. Ten questions in total here. Ten. Ten questions in total. Five right, each. Okay. Five each. Five sets of two. So the first two questions have got the same topic. The next two are on the same topic and so okay. on. Now this is a play or pass round. So if you're going first, Jim, you'll get the chance to either answer the first question if you think you know it. Is there a or... section on international grounds? Because I'm passing Oh, that. yes. <laughs> <laughs> or you can pass it on to Pete and he'll have to answer it. And then you'll be able to answer the second question instead. Okay, so, so I've got a chance it. to switch, basically. You've got a chance yeah. to switch. Okay, how many times can I switch? Just once? Once you've switched once, then Pete is in control of the switch, so then he can choose to oh, switch. Oh, I see, okay. Well, that's okay. nice. So if you, if you <laughs> keep answering first, then uh, he won't get the chance to switch on his questions. So, Jim. Yes. Question number one is about the On A Pair podcast. Oh, crap. I'd pass if I were you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> how many episodes of the On A Pair podcast have been released this year? Easy. Easy. Although saying that, Jim doesn't do the upload. Don't tell him you know it, because he, he's not going to pass it now if he, if he thinks you know it, is he? Released this year. Okay, so the On A Pair quiz was released before New Year. Correct. Last year, which means that it would have been April, May, June, July, August, September. One, two, three, four, five, six. And this one hasn't been released yet, so it can't possibly count. Was there a bonus thing? Did we do a bonus thing? I don't think we have, have we? I'm going to say six. Is the right answer. Yes. Well done, Jim, and didn't use your pass either. Well, I, well, I mean, you guys do all the tech stuff, so like, I was pretty yeah. sure that he'd nail it. I was going to say... Mainly because he started going, easy, oh, it's easy. Yeah, oh, it's so easy. I was like, well, I'm not going to pass it now, am I? Can I just say I've just rapidly scribbled out seven? <laughs> <laughs> Pete, this is also about the Honor Pair. <laughs> this is also about the Honor Pair podcast. Good, yep. You don't get the chance to pass this now. That stays with Jim. Name any of the six episodes of this year's podcast. I reckon I could name name them all. Oh, oh, let's Hello. look. That's... Let's make this saucy then. I can tell you what. Then, if you can name them all, I'll give you. No, no, don't worry. Well, I'll I'll name one. Do you want to switch hit them? Uh, the answer I will go with is where is Peter Pear? Is the right answer. Get one for that. Okay. Do you want to, do you want to switch hit for a bonus point? So there's five left. Do you reckon you can name three of them, Pete? Yep. Not just a podcast, or not just any podcast. 
Yep, not just any podcast. If you can name all of them, you can have the bonus point. I think that's fair. I, I, I think if he names all, I'm going to give him two two bonus runs. Don't give him two. I'm giving him two. Botham's box. Botham's box is on the list. I want the wording exact though for the two runs. Uh, a modest amount of podcasting. Yes. I think there's one you'd get. I think there's one he's going to struggle with, to be honest. So there's two more. Two more to go. Two more to go. I think you know him, Jim. Uh, I, I know one of them. I'd have to really try and figure it out. But again, I don't really pay attention to that sort of stuff, do I? I, sort of, I just run my mouth and run, uh, away, yeah. run away. You're the talking guy, aren't you? Yeah, gob on a stick, mate. I'll put some more. Got... You know when you walk through, when you have like gallery scenes on the telly? Boo, boo, boo. And like that, yeah. that floaty music. Yeah, that's it. Um, like they had on um, an art beat. I'll, I'll, I'll put that over the top of Pete thinking. <laughs> I, I might have shouted my mouth off here. <laughs> <laughs> Right, Pete, this is now yeah. officially dull. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, I've, so. I just said I've shouted my mouth off, so we'll move on. Okay, okay. Uh, greedy cow. Greedy, greedy cow, cow. Yeah, cow, that's greedy the one. Cow. That's the boy yeah. got one. Yeah. Um, I thought that was the one you might struggle with. I thought you'd yeah, get so the other one. Yeah, because it's rude, isn't it? Yeah. I thought that was a deeply inappropriate name for a title, by the way, Daz. I think it was um, your quote within the podcast, mate. It, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did say <laughs> that. Uh, but I'm a deeply inappropriate man, but only only verb. Right, okay, so um, that was a complete waste of time. Uh, a quick googs was the other one. A quick googs. Can't forget a quick googs, quick yeah. Googs. Oh, I tell you what, it's just Jim Dale quotes all over the option, and, and, and all of them are stupid. Just stupid, stupid man. Right, come on then, Daz. What are we on? 15 for one plays 18 for one. Okay, here we go then. Back to you, Jim. Still got your pass in play. Basically, Pete, what, what's happened there is Pete just got caught out off a no ball. Didn't yes, that's, that's, yeah. that's the that's cricketing what, yeah. equivalent. Yeah. Okay, here we go then. This is all about women's cricket, this question. And again, you can pass it over to uh, to Pete if you're not confident that you know the answer. Who defeated the Southern Vipers in the final of the Rachel Hayhoe Flint Trophy? I think I know, but Pete looks like he's in physical pain. So I don't know whether to switch it or not, because I generally feel like I've affronted Chloe. Back yourself, mate. Back yourself. Back yourself. Like, back, back off me. No. I think it's Northern Diamonds. He's got the point. Yeah. He's got the run. But I just had a moment there going, I watched it, and I, for some reason, when you lose, it's a bit like I stopped watching the I, World Cup when, when England get knocked out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm I, same. I had Northern. I didn't know the second half. Northern. Who hey, was that? Northern. Okay. Which means, Pete, you get the uh, second question. It was Southern Vipers, their opponent. It's the right answer. <laughs> well done, Pete. Get in the sea. 16 for one. Go on, then, does. You've got it. Who defeated Central Sparks in the final of the Charlotte Holmes Cup? You watched that as well. Sure did. <laughs> Pete does not look happy. I believe in you, man. Gut. Just go gut. Your gut will be the closest thing you yeah, get. I would. Uh, I'm not, no, I'm not sure. Lightning, but it's not right. You've just said it, mate. What? So the Vipers. Vipers. <laughs> oh, Pedro. I thought you'd uh, preempted my question. No. Uh, no, fair no. Enough. Yeah, I thought that as well. I was like, how have you... What the... Yeah, okay. Okay, Jim, back with you. You've still got the option to switch. Haven't switched yet. How many matches did Worcestershire win? So this is a Worcestershire question. 
during this year's Royal London One Day Cup campaign? Dang. 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 Was it nine played? When we when we recorded when we recorded the August pod, we had won two games in each competition at that point out of a possible seven hundred and twelve. I'm not sure. I've I've got a rough idea, but I'm gonna flip reverse it. In the words of Blazing Squad, I'm flip reversing to He's Peter de Somberg. The old switcheroo. Pete. He said the answer too. It is two. Oh, oh it. Pete. Back in back in the game. Back in the game. Last two games. Yes, it was. Which means, Jim, you'd have to answer this question. How many matches did Worcestershire win during the T20 campaign this year? No longer switch. The switch is now with Pete. Well, by that logic, I would have to say there were a couple of rained off. Two. It is two. Yeah, because at, at that point we are doing that. It was two, it was, there were two wins, and at that point we'd only won two games in the county championship as well. Yeah. So we'd played something like 19 games and won six. It's good use of the switch. Yeah, that's gone well, isn't it? Great use of the switch, well done. I wouldn't have gone for two in the first one. I'd have probably gone, oh, by the end, probably four or something. But, yeah. you know, that's always fun. Three out of three. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Now, as you used your switch, we now go to Pete for the first time this time. Oh, we've Pete only done, is in we've control only done three. Of the switch. <laughs> yes, two more to go. We would have been done already, but you two keep bickering about the format. That's true. Well, Jim keeps arguing for the format. It's like if you just keep giving Pete easier questions, and, that's, that's and what you've now proceeded to do is now bicker about the format again. Pete, right. you can switch. Yep, it's going to make lunch very awkward, isn't it? This is about England. <laughs> this is about England. Who top scored for England with 468 runs in the recent Test series win in Pakistan? Okay. So now we're trying to work out is what might the second question uh, be? Presumably, uh, it's going to be a top wicket taker. So which one do you fancy answering then? Who was the leading run scorer? I'm not sure on either. I'm going to switch it because I can't. I've got a couple of names. I can't pin one down. So I'm going to switch it. And Jim, we're back with you. I can't think that it could be anyone other than the man who scored three centuries. Brooke is the right answer. Very impressed. Jim, you're four for four on this round. Well done. You're on for a big six. You're on for a big six on the next question. Hey, that, so I've got, I've got a boundary. You've got a boundary. You've got a boundary. Pete, you're absolutely right. Who was the leading wicket taker? Oh, I think that's tricky, isn't it? Fifteen. I didn't. Wickets. I couldn't think. I didn't think of Brooke. <clears throat> Definitely didn't come to mind. So certainly a good switch. There. <clears throat> Fifteen wickets in the Test series win in Pakistan. Robinson took a lot of wickets. Anderson I mean, took a few. I think it's going to be close. I think it's one of those two. Leach took. I mean, I, I Leach think, took I quite think, a lot. I think I know who it is. I don't remember Leach doing much in the first two matches. He seemed to take a lot in the final game, but maybe I'm doing him a disservice. I'm going to go. go I'm going to go Robinson. What do you reckon, Jim? I'd have gone Leach. Yeah, it's Leach. <laughs> Should go for a spin. It was, it, Will, Will Jack. Yeah. Will Jack sort of took the took the shine off Joe Leach. Uh, Joe Leach. Jack hey. Leach. Hey. Right at the last. Um, but yeah, he, oh, he, 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 he was he was just contributing three three and four in innings. Just he was just chipping away, wasn't he? Yeah. Anderson only played two of the tests. Um, I don't know. I didn't watch it. Uh, I thought we were back with you, Jim, then. Last question of the day. Yeah. These questions, Jim, we're back with you. are about Mohamed Hasnain. You've got the option to switch. Question number one. How many runs did he score for the county this season? And as you like multiple choice so much, it's either one, two or three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I haven't got a clue. <laughs> I haven't got a clue, but because I don't know, it's a reasonable sort of punt, but I'm on for a six here, and I've got my third six audio loaded for quite some you, time. You're getting ready to go. Ready um, to press play. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip reverse it to, oh, to my homeboy, P. Drizzle. Come on, Pedro. He's the D. One, two, or three. One, two, or three runs. I think it's this, but what do you think of this? <laughs> uh, he got a... Single, I'm sure, in the first innings. Okay, we're up to one, which was the minimum answer. Look, I just say this is niche, isn't it? If you well, want to know yeah. about mega like cricket nerds, we are currently trying to work <laughs> out how many runs the Pakistani fast bowler who came overseas played like a game and a bit I and can't you... bat to save his life. We are going through individual innings. We are in. We are we are Worcestershire County Cricket Club right now. Come on, Pedro. This is this is all you. And how many wickets he took, he says, setting himself up for a full <laughs> question. One for runs. It's not one, it's uh, three. Two. Oh, I was going to say two, it's three. Okay. There's two innings and one on the two. Same question to you then, Jim. How many wickets did he take? One, two or three? Quality. That's quality. It's good quizzing. Um, I reckon the answer is two. It is two. Yeah! Oh. I know where that came from. It came from multiple choice. (laughs) And so concludes this year's Big Fat Pear Shaped Quiz of the Year. Well done, fellas. Hooray! What are the final scores on the doors? Final scores on the doors. Pete scoring two in that round. Moves him to 16 for one. Jim, a big six again. They're 23 for one for Jim. Battering. Well done to Jim. This year's champion. It felt good. It felt good. I think there were times where we actually did appear to know what we were talking about. There are times when we did seem to be clueless yeah. idiots. There will be, and I'm not going to name names, but people like Dorbs be going, "What you can't, you can't get the gabber, you absolute pair of idiots." <laughs> Look, four boundaries back to back to start the innings with between the pair of you. I think that was fucking superb. Yeah, we peaked. We did peak. You did, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You got nine out of the ten. I mean, England it it would help if I watched things that weren't for uh, English cricket. Uh, English domestic cricket, but that isn't going to change for next year. So, Pete, you keep being you. <laughs> yeah. You keep being you because that that um, attention to detail, that minutiae of the domestic <laughs> game is needed. If you need pointless, arbitrary stuff about the international <laughs> game that doesn't in any way benefit the pod, I'm your guy. Well played, Jim, because you won last year. We just settled on a draw because Daz couldn't work out what the rules were. <laughs> yeah, it did sort and... of descended into sort of an administrative <laughs> so I, I, chaos. I, I feel that the right result has been achieved. Well played. Thank you, Pete. I appreciate you. Um, I'd, um, I'd just like to say that it, it wasn't that bad, was it? I think, I think Jim's fluked it picking, picking the commentary rather than the quotes there. I think that's, that's turned the whole tyre around I mean, you there. did sort of, you did like goad me into it by going, mind you, actually, I did all right with his questions as well. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Maybe um, that was just the get- round, that, yeah. I, I still, I will have Don't, nightmares Daz, about What you've done there is you've given Jim a chance to uh, talk about himself. Yeah, he's, let's, he's, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's wrap this up and go to the pub. Because that's, that's one thing we definitely needed for Jim for having a chance to talk about himself. Oh, I, it? it's, it's almost as if the professional broadcaster likes the sound of his own voice. <laughs> what a surprise. And on that note, which is an A flat, I'm now officially boring myself. Gentlemen, to the pub. Let's yes. do it. Beer for me, please. Pairs fans, it's been good to have you. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Let us know if you did, or if you thought it sucked, let us know about that too, and we just won't bother next year. Have a good new year. We'll talk about a director of cricket when he turns up, whenever that may be, and we will see you at the start of the new season. Peace and love. Peace and love.